Good morning, everybody. I say good morning. It'll probably be afternoon before you listen to us. This is Crystal. <laughs> I'm Natalie. Welcome back. I know we have not released anything for a couple of weeks. Um, we are entitled to having days to ourselves as well, but we've just been kind of busy with life in general and work and extracurricular activities holidays <laughs> holidays Gotta love it. <laughs> welcome to two moms in the f-bomb yeah. oh man well um we do have a special announcement a big announcement i feel like I feel like yes. I think please. this is this is kind of a big one. Um, this is the season of uh, giving, and we like to help people a lot. And it's something that, and it also is a cause that's close to our heart because we love animals. Absolutely. Um, they may not like me. We have teamed up with a nonprofit organization from our area. Um, they are. A big staple to our community here and they are called Lama Animal Rescue and uh, we have decided that we want to help raise money for their cause so we're gonna do a puppy love raffle drawing like a basket yeah gonna have some some great goodies in it. Terrific goodies. And uh, it's also going to help. You guys are going to help raise money for everything that they need. Because they are they are at max capacity right now. They are they are really struggling over there right now. We, we really <clears throat> hope that all of our listeners will reach out and purchase raffle tickets. Because all the profits are going to go to... Lama, um, Animal Rescue, and I will tell y'all just a little bit about them. Um, so, Lama is a partnership that originated between a small group of volunteers that saw the need to be an advocate for many abandoned and abused animals in North Webster Parish in Louisiana and our northern counterparts of Compassionate Fosters in Massachusetts. So, that's how the name Lama uh, came about. These two groups are led and inspired by two courageous, strong women, Michelle Lewis and Stacy Colby. They started a community of kindness in the efforts to save animals and give them a better life. So, what we're going to do is, like Natalie said, we're going to do, it's a puppy love basket. It'll have, like, some dog treats, um, t-shirts, I believe she's donating. There should be, yes, there's going to be some things from Lama itself in there. There's going to be some Two Moms and the F-Bomb merch in there. And a few other goodies. Yeah. Some other things. Uh, Kindred Spirits may throw a couple of things in there as well. It's going to be a really cool basket, guys. Yeah, it is. Um, and again, all, every, all the proceeds, every single one of them, are going to go to the Animal Rescue. And we're also going to post their link in their website on our actual uh, Facebook group and page and all of that. And um, that way, if you decide you don't want to buy a raffle ticket, you're not, you know, or you live too far away and you don't think you can or anything like that, there'll be a link where you can actually go straight in and donate to the cause. They yeah. need donations year-round. I know a lot of these ladies that run this 
this place and then that are involved in this place, uh, personally, they are kick-ass women and, and men. There's a lot of men involved too, and they really work hard for their cause. They do things year-round, and uh, I, I'm really excited about this cause. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love animals. Mm-hmm. Um, always been an animal lover. Of course, I've got a million dogs. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> two cats. Um, so, but on their website, you will see, like, how many animals they've saved since mm-hmm. 2020, um, which is a total of 1,744 dogs and 198 cats. Mm-hmm. Um I really wish that the number for cats was a little bit higher because there, there are more homeless cats, you know, mm-hmm. than dogs, which are a lot of dogs. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. you know, but that, that comes with the importance of you know spaying and neutering. Absolutely, your animals. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, like Natalie said, we will post that website on our Facebook page, um, as well as our TikTok. And if you don't want to purchase a raffle ticket, you can donate directly to them. Um, the raffle tickets, they'll be $5 a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can get five tickets for 20 which I think is great. Mm-hmm. And we will set up some type of payment method, you know, that way you can click on that to donate. You can reach out to one of us um, on how you can purchase that raffle ticket. And we'll make sure that we get your name entered. Um, and we'll post that flyer as well. Um, also, you know, the, the drawing itself will be in February. It'll be kind of like a Valentine's theme type deal. And we'll keep everybody posted on when we're going to do that. But, um, we know right now things are kind of crazy and hectic during the holidays. So we're not asking you to do it right now, but you're going to have a good, you're going to have a little over two months to, to do it if you'd like to. And again, they take donations every day all day year round and um if if you feel it in your heart to do so i I highly recommend doing it because it's it's a very good cause oh yes and if you have a nonprofit in mind that you would like to nominate or recommend that we would you know we could possibly reach out to and um team up with them partner with them in the future yes that's Um, something that would we'd really like to use our platform to help um maybe what twice a year something like that or however many often we can but um, we're going to do our best to try to do this a little bit more because we like to be helpers yeah (laughs) if you're out of state and you listen to us Mm -hmm. and there is a a local nonprofit organization Mm -hmm. where you live and you want to nominate them we have no problem reaching out to them absolutely Um, and, you know, trying to team up and partner with them to see what we can do and help raise that money. So, like we said in November, <laughs> we're going to keep it a little mild this month. Mm-hmm. Um, and go from there. <laughs> I think we're just kind of, we're tired. Yeah. We've, we've had a busy month. Um, so... Yeah, we do want to end up talking about our weekend, last weekend. Yes, we went to the Yule Viking Festival, and we have a special guest today that's going to sit in with us and kind of talk a little bit with us about it, Um, my husband Brent. (laughs) 
<laughs> he um he actually follows the the Norse the Nordic paganism and he's going to going to kind of explain a little bit about um, some of the things that we learned there and what he follows and what it all means and things like that um, because he's more knowledgeable in it than I am and he like I said he actually follows it I'm still learning and I enjoy it but um, I just think it'd be cool to bring somebody in that actually practices it yes. so because I don't know much about Norse paganism um um celtic yeah pagan, but i'm gonna learn about it yeah especially since you know i, I did kill kill the bearded viking slash barter <laughs> um at the viking festival and i apologize for that if you're listening <laughs> i was tricked loki's wife tricked me and uh made me kill him with mistletoe but we'll tell that story after a while um, so in the meantime, we're going to bring in our special guest, Brent, and, um, discuss how much fun we had. Yes. So, let's see. So we have our special guest, Brent McCarty, who oh. is, <laughs> follows the Norse pagan ways. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a special guest before. Brent has his, him and a friend have a podcast as well. Tell us about it. Oh, it's just, uh, it's called Right Through the Middle. It's uh, just two dads talking about dad stuff and being nerds. Uh, we talk about video games and football and wrestling. It's, uh, yeah, just me and my, my buddy John David. So, we're going to <laughs> we're going to talk about our experience at the Yule Viking Festival in Kilgore. This was their first annual. Um, we had a blast. We went on the second weekend. They're doing their last weekend today. Mm -hmm. So, once we release this, and you have time, and you're close to the Kilgore area, go. I mean, you will not be disappointed. It was, it was fun. It, it was a great experience. It really was, and it was very educational. And they're, they really got into their characters, and they tr tried to keep it as authentic as possible. It was just it, and they were so welcoming. Oh yeah. And it was very family oriented, and fun, and everybody was welcome. It didn't matter you know what you believe don't believe it doesn't matter they just were so happy to have you and the music was incredible oh absolutely the food was incredible all the vendors were amazing i love that baked potato oh yes i had the turkey leg Woo, it was great <laughs> <laughs> it was great i recommend the mead yeah the mead was good too yeah absolutely what was that the honey the first one I had was the was just the the standard honey mead. It was good. It was good. And then I got a bottle of the uh, lavender dream. Lavender dream was lavender and blackberry. It's delicious. Still got some in the fridge. I may break into it later. <laughs> Shh! Don't tell the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, tell us a little bit about. We got to meet a lot of the gods and goddesses. We didn't get to meet them all, and some of them we weren't really sure. Well, Crystal and I weren't really sure which ones were which, but you seemed to know who. Just about all of them were. So, um, tell us about your beliefs and, um, some of the stories and 
all the things that you know about it. Well, you know, I'll tell you what I know. I'm not a not an expert by any means. I'm still learning. Uh, but, you know, one of the big things about following the Norse gods is being in tune with nature, respecting nature, uh, respecting your family, uh, cherishing your wife. That's a big thing. I've been seeing all of this. I'm going to see some funny tiki-talkies. Tiki-talkies. But, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's just being respectful is the biggest thing. One of uh, my core beliefs that I find the most is, you know, understanding that my beliefs are my beliefs. You know, I'm not out there trying to convert anyone or, you know, make anybody a Viking because Viking is just a job title. I'm by no means a Viking. Uh, I hear that a lot. Oh, so you're a Viking? No, no, Viking was the job title. That's what they did on the offseason. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I thought the I guess the actors did a great job, especially when uh, somebody, <coughs> Crystal, uh, <laughs> killed Balder with uh, the mistletoe. Uh, Again, I apologize. <laughs> that only, like, foreshadows Ragnarok. Uh, you know, not a big deal, end of the world type stuff. That's all cool. Uh, well, you know. Yeah. And I was trying was, to get the coin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well, I guess you are a Viking. Uh, <laughs> murdering and pillaging, I guess. Uh, but, no, that was that was really interesting, especially the way he portrayed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you touched him with the mistletoe, and he went down. You know, which was astonishing to me, because, you know, how deep they were into it. Yeah. Uh, and that goes back to, you know, the story of you know, Balder being killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was born, his mother Frigg went to everything within the nine realms and got a, and got them to swear an oath not to harm him, and that pretty much made him invincible. And uh, well, Loki found out that she had thought the mistletoe as too insignificant and too small to be able to hurt him. So what he did was he got a piece of mistletoe fashioned into a dart and at one of their feasts the gods played a game where they threw all kinds of stuff at Balder because it couldn't hurt him well Loki uh, got the blind god Hoder to throw the mistletoe you know help guide his hand because he was blind and he won and he did it under the guise of you know participating with the other gods well they threw it and it pierced his heart and killed him. Uh, and that's kind of what foreshadowed Ragnarok, where Loki fights the other gods and all that good stuff, we'll say, for another story time. That's yeah. sad. I don't want to talk about sad stuff. Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was it was amazing that you touched him with the mistletoe and he went down. Because mm-hmm. Baldur is not one of the more well-known gods in society. It's all about Thor, Loki, Odin. You know, that's Freya. what everybody knows. Uh, mainly, and Freya. You know, mainly just due to the Marvel movies. Uh, and they got it wrong. <laughs> uh, but because, you know, everybody considers Loki to be Thor's brother. Which is not correct. Loki is Odin's blood brother. As Thor and Sigyn at the festival talked about. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really cool. Uh, and Sigyn is Loki's wife. 
who tricked me into yep yeah into killing she was great balder and in my defense i did not know <laughs> the story behind this nor did i know that the bearded viking was playing balder mm-hmm. we were just looking for him to, to get, get our, the coin the commemorative commemorative, commemorative coins coin. yeah which i promptly stole <laughs> uh yeah i got a rose from loki so yeah picture proof yeah, Everybody did so well. We met all of them. We met mm-hmm. Loki. We met Sig. We met Freya. We met um, Hale. Met Hale. Yeah. Krampus. Uh, Krampus. Yeah. Krampus well, that's maybe. not a, a god, but yeah, still. But yeah, it was just a, a really great time. Yeah. Everybody did a real good job. Uh, the mead was great once again. <laughs> The music, yeah. which was um, Celtica Kel- 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 Nova yeah. and um, Nordic Daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did really well. Mm-hmm. Well, more than really well. They they were very, they very were all, good. Yeah, they were, they awesome. were all phenomenal. No doubt. Uh, it was an experience. And if you didn't see it for yourself or you didn't get to experience it for yourself, it's just so hard to explain it. It was just beautiful. And I really wanted to go back this weekend. I know we couldn't, but... Next year. Oh, next year. We're going for the entire thing. Yeah. We're going <laughs> yeah. to camp. I'm just never leaving. Take we're no just... Work. And we're going to dress up. We didn't dress up this year. Mm-hmm. But we went. Got the idea of what it's like. And next year, definitely... Definitely going to dress up. and Yeah. Yeah. going to be a blast. I've already counted down the days. Yeah. Um, there's also some um, things about the Norse beliefs... That um, I wanted you to talk about as far as awareness mm-hmm. for different aspects and what to look out for. Like if you're interested in it, what to avoid, what to look out for, that oh, kind of thing. Absolutely. Uh, if you're interested in learning more, uh, <clears throat> there's some great books out there. Uh, I recommend the Have Them All, which is uh, Odin's Words. Uh, you've got the Prosetta. Uh, which is a collection of the stories of the gods, and then you've got the Poetic Edda, which is also another uh, collection of stories about the gods. Uh, those are three staples that I highly recommend uh, reading about. Uh, as far as there's a bunch of organizations out there as well. Now, uh, I would be very wary of anything with folk or folkish in the title. Uh, one, in one in particular is the Estratu Folk uh, Association, I want to say, AFA. Uh, they're a bunch of white supremacists, and fuck those guys. Uh, 100%. Uh, they're, that, they're white supremacists, neo-Nazis. Uh, you know, research any type of runes that you use. Uh, be careful putting them together, uh, because they have meanings. Uh, and not just it's not just the meanings, it's the intent. That you do, that you put into it. Uh, the Nazis of World War Two used a lot of the runes in their bullshit. Uh, you know, the SS symbol that everybody sees, everybody knows what the SS symbol is, and that th- those are Nordic runes. Not ninety nine point nine percent of people that follow the old ways in the Norse are not white supremacists. Uh, but you've got to watch out because there are all those assholes out there. 
Just yeah. like in anything. Just like in anything. There's those assholes out there that, that warp it to fit their certain beliefs. Uh, uh, Norse paganism uh, encompasses a lot. You know, like, I'm, I, I did, I'm a heathen, uh, which is a newer offshoot of Norse paganism. It's just we're trying to, uh, you know, it's just a bring back the old ways. And we're kind of adopting everything to modern times, uh, you know, because we have electricity whatnot uh but there's there's just a lot of good information out there it's just watch out and research uh anything you do and that's just with anything uh you know just like you know dream catchers Mm -hmm. we see those there's a specific way that you're supposed to do it you know there's a way to do everything and it's just taking the time and having the respect to learn about it you know just putting on a, a mjolnir necklace and you know, paint in your face doesn't make you a pagan. Alright, uh, but yeah, uh, there's just all kinds of ways to do things, uh, and as, you know, yes, the Vikings come from a certain area, they, they all look a certain way. You know, we've all heard the term blonde-haired, blue-eyed Viking. That may look like that, but that's not who we are. We're, we're inclusive to everybody. Uh, we try to respect everybody. Uh, you're never going to see us, you know, having a conversion line where we're trying to tell people to come and meet your whatever. Or knock on your door and yeah. do you have time <laughs> to discuss <laughs> our Lord and Savior Odin? <laughs> that, that is true. Uh, and just like the uh, the Yule Viking Festival that we went to, that that's... Yeah, there's just uh, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Uh, I have I keep to have them all on my phone, of course. You know, what is technology. that? That is the words of Odin. That's kind of like the tenets that you know we're we try to live by and try to do. Uh, you know, I have a few of them that I that I really enjoy. Uh, you know, one of them is you know, aware guest who to reflection comes. I'm sorry, reflection comes, keeps a cautious silence. With his ears listens and with his eyes observes, so explores every prudent man. A lot of this is uh, just how you should live your life. Uh, you know, there's some in here, uh, such as, a worse provision no man can take from table than too much beer vibing, for the more he drinks, the less control he has of his own mind. Which is something that I really took to took to heart because I may have vibed a little too much in the past. <laughs> Haven't we all? Uh, <laughs> We've retired <laughs> since then. <laughs> yes. Uh, Good times. You know, and it's just it. It's a a roadmap, I guess, to just being a good person. Uh, I think to sum up to have them all in one sentence is don't be a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, and that's just. You know what I try to do. There, there's, you know, in the have them all. There's something for every situation. Uh, another one is uh, speak out against evil wherever you see it, and give your enemies no peace. I love that one. Hell yeah! Who yeah. we fighting? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know it's. I I think that my favorite part of it is how. 
respect the respect and the love that they have for women. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You it's just beautiful to me. Yeah, you I mean women were and still should be, I do. Uh they're placed on a pedestal as they should be. Uh because during those times when the Vikings were raiding, uh the wives had to care for everything. The villages, the farms, trading, children, everything was left up to the women. And yes, women did go fight with them. But, uh, you know, it's not the... I've seen, you know, people, you know, with the whole women should be in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know. Dicks. (laughs) You know, women should be in the kitchen, but that's... A man can cook just as good as a woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, there's a lot of belief systems out there where, you know, if there's to be a divorce, only the man can do it. Well, <laughs> in the old ways, a woman could ask for a divorce quicker than a man could. I mean, that's just, women are to be respected and cherished and protected. Uh, you know, and I think that's wonderful. Mine too. As a woman, I think it's awesome. <laughs> I would, I would hope so. Uh, Absolutely, because <laughs> don't sit there and tell me your place is in the kitchen because you know what you're gonna be fucking eating. Mm-hmm. Knuckle sandwich, <laughs> a fist falafel. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's just, uh, it, it's just a, a, it's a very respectful way of living. Uh, you know, you just try to respect every, you try to respect nature, uh, those around you. Uh, don't get it twisted. We still some headbusters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, disrespect my wife. It's on. It's on site. I mean, that's that's the end of that. Uh, disrespect my children, and you got to deal with them. <laughs> I, I'm raising the next generation of feral heathens, and I love it. Uh, yeah. Well, do you have any questions you'd like to ask specifically? Specifically? <laughs> Not to be confused with a Pacific <coughs> question. Yeah. A specific this ocean. isn't a Pacific question, it's a specific. That's my favorite ocean, by the way. <laughs> the, the, the specific? Yes. Never been there, but I'll get there one day. I've been to the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> um, what are some, since since we are in the holiday season... And it is, you know, that time of year. What are some Norse Yule uh, celebrations and things of that nature? <laughs> and are they are they the same as other? Like, I understand that heathenism falls under the paganism blanket. Mm-hmm. It's not. Do y'all consider yourselves pagan? Pagan? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so does does your celebrations coincide with? other pagan communities is it kind of similar or are they all a little bit different uh, well what are some things that y'all do i'm glad you asked <laughs> <laughs> now uh yule mm-hmm. yule is a big thing and that is widespread over different uh just pagan not even just norse pagan just pagan yeah uh beliefs uh you know <coughs> sorry we uh do uh you know, Yule. Yule starts this year on December 21st, which is the winter solstice. And the winter solstice is huge for a lot of different uh, beliefs. Uh, you know, witches. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, witches, Celts. Uh, hey, again. Ger- a lot of Germanic, I guess you could say, beliefs. Uh, Yule is a, is a big time because that's the the 21st this year, the winter solstice, is the longest period of darkness in the day that we have all year. And what that does is that signifies the coming of the light. So the rebirth. Yeah, rebirth, the coming of the light. Uh, you know, and a lot of things we do, uh, everybody celebrates, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is awesome. Uh, not everybody. Some religions, Jehovah Witnesses, do not. Well, that is true. Most people, a lot of people, you see it everywhere. Yes. Uh, we can we can agree on that. We we're not disagreeing. No. <laughs> It's going to be a Viking fight. No, I'm playing. You know, and I think it's awesome, even though a lot of people don't under, know, don't know exactly where it comes from. And for the longest time, I didn't either. Uh, growing up, and you see it, every, all of us did most likely, uh, evergreen wreaths, Christmas trees, candles, all that. You know, it was just something that we did. There's never really been an explanation as to why for Christmas we do all this stuff. Uh, but, you know, through my my studies and trying to learn as much as I can, I understand, like Yule, you know, the Christmas tree is an evergreen, and that, is, that signifies that, you know, even in the dark, life continues. It's a promise of, you know, the daylight ahead. Uh... You know, that's the wreaths. Uh, you know, you make the wreath. And that, that also, if they're evergreen, they signify uh, the coming back of the sun. That's why... Not Jesus. But that's why you Sorry. see... That's why you see a lot of uh, orange. Uh, like... The dried oranges. The dried nice. oranges and stuff like that. The orange symbol... Like, the slice of the orange symbolizes, you know, the... Uh, the sun in the sky, uh, <laughs> the bright light, <laughs> uh, and there's you know the the you know the Yule log, mm-hmm. you know thinking Yule log never understood what Yule had to do with Christmas. You know it was just a log that burned bright, but for me the Yule log represents you know a way to cherish the light and help keep the darkness back. That's why you burn it for the entirety of Yule. Uh, then you've got, you know, bearded guy riding across the, the sky in a sled pulled by, you know, eight reindeer. Which bearded guy? Santa, Santa Claus. Claus? <laughs> Santa Claus. I like to call him Odin. <laughs> well. Different cultures believe he's different people. Yeah. True. Different cultures do believe he's different people. Uh, for me, uh, it's, it signifies a wild hunt. Uh, Odin leading the charge to chase the darkness away during the winter solstice and Yule. Uh, the eight reindeer, you know, on, for me, that is his eight-legged horse, which I'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce the name of his eight-legged horse. Don't ask me. <laughs> it's a super long word. Uh, but, you know, you leave out mead and for Odin, oats for his horse, and they leave gifts in exchange. Uh, and it's just, it's a great time. 
you know, we have the, our Yule log on the uh, on our kitchen table, ready for December twenty first when we light the candles because uh, I don't have a fireplace inside, and I'm not standing outside to keep the fire lit. It's cold. I think the weather's supposed to be pretty warm next week. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, at the end of it, we will... Welcome to Louisiana. You know, we will burn the Yule log, finish it up, uh, just to celebrate the, the coming of the light and, you know, celebrations and, you know, getting ready for the next harvest season. Uh, that's just a... Uh, that's just some of the things... Uh, you know, we use cinnamon as you know, a sign of prosperity. Huh? Uh, you know, it's just a, it's just a belief that even though it, it is dark, uh, the light is coming back. You know, and that is just a way of, you know, us you know, keeping going. Because when Yule and the winter solstice and everything, it was dark a lot. Yeah. And... You know, people could just flip a switch and turn lights on. So, you know. But way back then, I mean, you really didn't have it. They didn't have the electricity to. Yeah, they didn't have electricity, period. <laughs> uh, you know. And, you know, they ha- we have those seven days. I'm looking at, I'm looking at something real quick. Yes, we do Google shit, by the way, while we're in the middle of podcasts, because, you know, we do what we want, when we want, and how we want, so. Oh, goodness. We will give a shout out to some others here in a little bit as well, from the Viking Festival, that we want to make sure that. Because we did ask each and every one of them during that time, you know, like when we took pictures with them, if it was okay for us to post them to our, like, Facebook for our podcast or to our TikTok for our podcast. And each one of them was so welcoming and agreed, yes, please do, and tag them. So, Uh, back to Brent. Yeah. Me. Uh, And I may have this wrong. And I'm. I'm still learning. I'm, I'm not an expert. Uh, We're all learning. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, Frigga, you know, Baldur's mother. Mm-hmm. You know, Baldur was considered the goddess of light, or the god of light. Uh, and, you know, we honor Frigga, you know, to bring light once more. So that's just, it's just a few things, uh, about Yule that I really appreciate. Uh, it's just a time of togetherness, you know. Uh, a lot of, you know, feasting, hanging out with, you know, you know your hearth, which is your nuclear family, I guess. Love. Love. Everybody that lives in your home. Uh, and with your clan, extended family. Absolutely. Uh, you know, We're all family here. We all get together. During this time of year, every it's you see everybody gets together. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'll go to uh, your family's house that don't live with you for a celebration, but you usually end up at home for Christmas morning 
with just your immediate family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's there. And then your tribe, which is everybody you have accepted into your life as family. Uh, you know, and it's just, it's a time of togetherness and, you know, getting ready for the new year. Uh, because, you know, Oof. when the days start getting longer again, you start preparing for the harvest. You start preparing to plant uh, and hunt and do all that fun stuff. So, yeah, Yule is a special time of year for me, uh, especially these years past since I started practicing uh, my faith. So, you know, during Yule, I'll, I'll have a fire outside and I'll make offerings to the gods. Uh, you know, have a glass of mead, you know, which is, no, and it's not human sacrifice. Yeah, some people, and that's the problem, is a lot of people will look at this as... Oh, yeah. Or different religions. I'm not trying to knock anyone because I'm going to respect everybody's religion regardless. Yeah. As long as you respect mine. Um, but if you... To me, if you don't know someone's religion or know about that particular religion, just don't speak on it. Yeah. You know, because... In a nice way to put this, you're going to make yourself look like a fool. Yeah. Um, because paganism and Norse paganism or Wicca and, you know, witchcraft, anything like that. Yeah. Anything that falls under the paganism umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there are no human sacrifices. Um, about 98% of the time, there are no animal sacrifices. However... There have been, you know, and it wasn't like a sacrifice for a personal gain, per se, Mm -hmm. but more of a harvest-type thing. Like, you know, they Mm -hmm. would, might sacrifice a goat or a pig or something like that Uh, in uh, order to bring forth, you know, it's an offering to the gods to Mm -hmm. give them um, a, a, a... Bountiful harvest, mm-hmm. you know, for the coming year. Oh, absolutely. So I, I've been trying to get Nat to let me sacrifice a goat for years now. You leave the goats alone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just a, you know, you sacrifice it to be done with it. No, it, it's not a, it, I wouldn't even say a, a sacrifice. It's not a ritualistic thing. There's not like a big altar and, you know, all the stuff you're doing. It's just, you know, you sacrifice it. Uh, you know, you make an offering to the gods, and then you cook it for your family. You know, it, it everything has a meaning, uh, which is pretty cool because I like goat. I had it in my travels in my earlier years. Uh, it was delicious. Never had it. Don't don't know. You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> I will be okay with that. I'm pretty sure uh, I will. I will not suffer <laughs> well, fine. by not knowing. Well, fine, then. So, you want to add anything, Natalie? I just want to give a shout-out to uh, the Bearded Viking. His name is David Christensen, and uh, I think that he's worth a follow. If you guys are interested in um, 
what they do. He's he's big on TikTok. He's got a Facebook, and he's on all a lot of social media platforms. And I think that they are actually working on a authentic Viking community. Um, do you know about where that's at? I do not. I do know. Uh, I've been trying to follow it. I do know it is in Texas, and I do I want to say that he made a TikTok about they have secured forty acres to do it all. But I, I really just haven't heard anything else. Uh, I'm kind of hoping it's going to be sort of like what we have here in Louisiana where we have the Colonial Village and the Acadiana um, Village mm-hmm. around the Natchitoches area where it's a historical site. You can kind of come in and check things out and see how times were yeah. during then. Um, I, I hope that's kind of the aspect that they do with it as well as if they decide that that's where they want to live and stuff. That would be really neat too if they yeah. just decided, hey, we're going to just live here. That'd be really awesome, but yeah. um, I can't wait to learn more about that and find out. And I think next year when we try to go, we should absolutely like try to do it because Loki was more than willing to give us an oh, interview. Absolutely. We just were not prepared. We didn't have we anything did with us to do it. But next year, I want to interview everybody. Absolutely. That'll give us the time of day. Oh, absolutely. But they were all so very for for uh, the bearded Viking, Mister David, for him to be so into this and to kind of be running everything welcoming he was so laid back and cool and absolutely every single one of them were it just was such a pleasant experience we met bjorn yes who um he he was depicting tear tear the god tear the god of law and justice and uh it was just we didn't get everybody's name like so we didn't get to talk to everybody but we had a lot of pictures with a lot of different um characters and they did incredible yeah. Yeah. and and he's he's from norway mm-hmm. um for those listening um and he's he's here to teach the old ways i believe I I, if i read it correctly mm-hmm. um he was taught by his grandmother the old ways so and that's what he wants to do is is teach those same ways you know to others so, so that's if you if you hear this bjorn i'll let you boy <laughs> <laughs> I love to learn. Yes, I love it's to amazing. Hang out. That's it's uh, amazing. You know, here where I'm at, it's there's not many of us. He's on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, he did send me a friend request. That was awesome. That is awesome. Um, the Yule Viking Festival actually shared our podcast. That was even more awesome. We were fangirling so hard, and they probably think that we are so nuts because as soon as we found them and we experienced it. We won't leave them alone. They probably think that we are just stalking them so crazy right now. We're not. We're just, yeah. it's just, you we are. are so, it's just so exciting. It is. And it's so neat to see. And it's not very often you get to see things like that. Mm-hmm. And I just admire it a yeah. lot. I really do. Because I've shared a whole lot of shit. Yeah, we're just trying <laughs> to get you guys Facebook, out there. everything, you know, just yes. to. Everybody's, it was, it was very welcoming, uh, unless you had a cork. Well, uh, they're just trying to keep everybody safe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, (laughs) my means, (laughs) yeah. We did get a cork, we did get a cork from um, the drunken monk, drunk monk. That was awesome, yeah. That was really cool. Uh, just the way everybody stayed in character. There's no way I could have done it. Took took time to to speak with anybody that wanted to speak with them, and that that's a that speaks a lot to me about mm-hmm. the type of people that they are. I will definitely be going back. Oh yes, I'm going to recommend uh, all of my friends go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a couple people that I, that I know in the military that go to a lot of these. 
and he hadn't heard about this one. I don't know if he made it, but he'll be definitely going next year if I have to drag him. <laughs> uh, I'll be bringing my, my, my PSC, my partner in crime, Wood Booger, uh, <laughs> next David. year. Uh, we'll be, uh, I think we may do like a Master Blaster type thing. What is uh, that? That's about, the, what, what the fuck? Master Blaster? <laughs> Mad Max Thunderdome? Oh. oh, I was about to say like, is this like some type of porn thing? Because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Welcome to the Master Blaster 2000. Huh. You, know, uh, <laughs> you know, one of the co-hosts might say, <laughs> you weirdo. I don't feel safe anymore. I think I'm going to leave. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, it was just a great experience. Absolutely. Uh, I loved it. Everybody was so nice. Uh, you know, chasing around, you know, two moms and the F mom to get pictures for them <laughs> for my birthday present. Yes, the whole entire reason. And the coin. Yes, and we got the coin. That was that was his birthday uh, his birthday gift. I got him tickets as a surprise for his birthday slash Christmas. So it was it was, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I think I had too much sleeves going on. Uh, so next year I won't have any sleeves on my shirt. Uh, <laughs> it was actually, warm. Actually, next year I'm, I'm going to be dressed up. Yeah. Uh, I'm already starting my workout plan so I can uh, not be confused with a, a Viking child. <laughs> We're going to have to get you a red wig, too. That way you can kind of hide it. And then when we see Loki, you sneak it on and go up to him and give him a rose. That's right. That's, oh, I'm gonna, oh, Loki's getting a rose next year. <laughs> uh, I will give him a gift. But... Yeah. The vendors a, were great. Vendors were awesome. Uh, just the the weirdness of everything. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I, I felt like I was at home. Yeah. Oh, yes. Too. My long lost home. Me uh, too. But, yeah, next year I plan on we're camping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to live there. And for anybody that doesn't know, it's at the Avalon Fair yeah. in Kilgore. Now, this was a different, this is a different area from where they're planning on building their, their community and their village. Yeah. But, um... It was a really cool little area. It was. I like the little bridges and mm-hmm. like the streams that didn't have to have water, but whatever. They do lots of different events there at that place too that I'm I'm interested in going to. Like they'll have a Renaissance fair and mm-hmm. they'll have some other stuff. So I have uh, definitely been intrigued to go back to do different things for sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I would love to see if maybe they would actually put on another type of Viking festival, not just Yule Viking festival, but another type. Yeah, like maybe in the spring. Yeah. Yeah. Would definitely hit that up Mm -hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you owe me a mead. (laughs) Well, thank you for your knowledge and for coming and joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being my husband. Well, thank you for being my wife. (laughs) Hi, Crystal. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your home with me to come here so we can record. <laughs> Nerd. Uh, well, I'm going to slide in a, a plug real quick. Okay. Uh, you can check me and John David out uh, right through the middle podcast. Uh, we're on X, Facebook. Uh, our, that we have pages on those. Uh, we're on Spotify. A couple other things. Uh, yeah. Give us a listen. If you don't mind, we're going to have kind of lacking on content because we're dads and we stay busy uh i say busy we drink too much and then forget to record uh <laughs> but yeah shit happens it happens uh you know me brent mccarty and john david aka cheese and the wood booger sound like a radio talk show i love it uh <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna get out of y'all's hair and i'm gonna you know 
You'll see if I can catch a goat to sacrifice for you. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Um, I don't know if y'all are aware that I believe podcasts will no longer be on Amazon. Not Amazon. What the hell is it? Maybe Amazon. False information right there. Shut your face. <laughs> Crystal's the deep state of podcasts right now. <laughs> I want to say it's either Amazon podcast or Google Maybe Google. I don't know. One of them are they're like, yeah. Like, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, so our platforms now we're no longer because we used to be on Amazon Music. We're not on there anymore. I don't. I think I think it is Amazon that's maybe losing it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but they they could Amazon Music maybe dropping it to pick up like Apple did because Apple Music doesn't carry podcasts anymore. They had their own Apple Podcast thing. Really. Mm-hmm. We'll have to look into that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you can still hear us all on Pod or Spotify. Yeah. Spotify, Podbean. I heart. I heart. I heart. All right. Well, I'm going to get out of here. Take Thank you. Your time. Thank you for having me. I've never been a special guest uh, <laughs> of anything other than well, we'll talk about that on my podcast. You have to come listen to us. Ha ha. You're always special. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. So, we hope you listen. Um, again, if you do listen to this, Yule Viking Festival is going on from 11 a.m. until... I think it's 10, around... 7? It's 11 to 7, and then from 7 to 10 is when they have their bonfire. Correct. And they um, do have a tree. They've got a Yule tree. Yes, we put our... Um, wishes. Wishes on it last time we were there. So, if you get to go, make sure you put that on there, and they're going to burn that mm-hmm. tonight. Better. Hopefully, I'll get tall. I'll wake up taller in the morning. <laughs> Is that one of your wishes? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Crystal anyway. Did too. Now she's. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, be sure to um, look into the Lamont Animal Rescue as well. Check yes. out the Bearded Viking and the Yule Viking Festival. Follow all of them mm-hmm. on updates on everything that's going on, um, and. Yeah. Keep following us, I guess. Yeah. Make sure <laughs> you follow like. us on TikTok. We would love to do some live TikToks, but we can't until we get a thousand followers. So yeah. y'all come on. Help us out. Yeah. Get us out there. Share. Whatever. Um, follow. Make yep. another account and follow on that one and then a few more. Whatever you gotta <laughs> do. You know, just remember you can find them at uh, Right to the Middle Podcast on TikTok. <laughs> You're a <Sorry>. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and them too. Yeah. <laughs> so well, thank y'all for listening to Two Moms and the F-Bomb. And we'll look forward to the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>